You're listening to Language Casters Football Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to week 19 of Language Casters Football Podcast for all students of the beautiful game. My name is Damien, and I'm in London, where we've had quite a lot of snow recently. It's also the day after the draw for the Champions League knockout stages. That's thrown up some very interesting games indeed. For instance, Chelsea will have to face their former boss, Jose Mourinho's side, into Milan, while their crosstown rivals, AC Milan, play Manchester United in the game which will see David Beckham's first match at Old Trafford since his move away from Manchester five years ago. Now, we'll be previewing those and the rest of the games in the Champions League in a future show. As for today's podcast, we'll be focusing on the Club World Cup which takes place in Abu Dhabi this weekend. We ask whether anyone really cares about this tournament. We also have a new English football expression, another set of matches to predict in our weekly predictions battle. Before all that, of course, Damon and I will take a look back at the football news, the good, the bad, the ugly. Right, let's get started with our football review of the week in the good, the bad, the ugly. And uh, I'm hoping that Damon is uh, on the other end of this line. Damon, are you there? Hey, Damon, how are you? I'm very well indeed, particularly after Tottenham's fantastic 3-0 victory against Man City, a game at which I actually went to see. Great atmosphere, the good times are back at White Hart Lane. Are you ready for the good, the bad, the ugly? Yep. Shall I kick off? Yep, take it away. Okay, well... Um, it's good to see a footballer showing another side to his life, not just the glamour, not, not just the play on the pitch. Any football fan should go and check out Darius Vassell's blog about his life in Turkey. The ex-Villa, Manchester City and England striker, now playing for Ankara Gütü in Turkey, started writing a blog last month. And it's a fascinating insight into what it's like to move to another country to play football. It's really worth the read. The latest blog, Darius looks like he'll take the plunge and try to learn Turkish. Come along to the site and click on the link and uh, check it out for yourself and why not leave him some comments. Damien, how about you? What was good for you? Well, it's been a good week for Aston Villa from the Premier League as they recorded back-to-back away victories to move into third place in the table. Now, the first of those wins was at Manchester United. That was the first time they'd won at Old Trafford for 26 years. England starlet Gabriel Agbon Lahore scored the winner Four days later, two more England players, Emil Heskey and James Milner, found the net to earn Villa a 2-0 away win at Sunderland. Aston Villa have now beaten Chelsea, Liverpool and Man United this season. They're threatening to break into the top four. Well, it's been a tough week for West Ham United, both on and off the pitch. Their financial affairs are still in disarray, while one of their star players this week, striker Dean Ashton, has been forced to retire from the game the young age of 26, due to an ankle injury. They also lost both of their away matches this week, including a six-pointer against relegation rivals Bolton to leave the East London side second from bottom in the Premier League. Damon, how about you? What was bad? Well, for me, bad. Um, I'm going to go to China. We've we've had them in our bad section and ugly section before, uh, the league over there. And uh, Chengdu Blades, uh, he's the president, Zhu Hongtao, has been accused of bribing uh, Qingdao boss, 
uh, Lui Hongguel in 2007 to help the Chengdu side gain promotion to the Chinese Super League. The Chengdu side were bought by English Championship side Sheffield United in 2006 and they faced the possibility of relegation and a large fine as punishment as Chinese authorities attempt to clean up the sport's image over there. Um, They've got a tough job because there have been a lot of scandals recently. Um, What about Ugly, Damien? Yes, now there's been an outcry in England among fans and media commentators about the decision of Mick McCarthy, the Wolves manager, to rest all of his outfield players for the Premier League game to Manchester United this week. The team had already recorded a great victory at Tottenham last Saturday, but the manager decided that they needed to rest for this weekend's game against rivals Burnley. The fact that he played a reserve team against Manchester United enabled the Red Devils to pick up an easy three points something which their rivals, for example, Arsenal manager Arsene Wenger, were extremely unhappy about. 3,000 Wolves fans who had travelled to Manchester to see their team were also none too happy. Now, McCarthy may be charged by the FA as their own rule states that all teams need to always field their strongest side, although I wouldn't hold your breath waiting for anything from there. Pretty ugly story indeed. Who are the best team in the world? An often asked question among football fans, and more often than not, a very difficult one to answer. After all, teams are never consistently brilliant, but they experience dips in form, transfers and injuries play their part, and of course, different teams play in different leagues under different conditions, so we'll never know which team is in fact the best in the world. If only there was some form of tournament to decide such a title. Of course, one such competition does indeed exist, but there is so little attention paid to it that many football fans across the world might be hard-pressed to even name last year's winners. England's Manchester United are the current champions, but they will not be retaining their title this season after losing in the Champions League final to Barcelona earlier this year. Instead, it is the Catalan side who have the honour of representing Europe in this season's Club World Cup. Alongside Barca in this year's tournament, is currently taking place in the UAE are the South American champions Estudiantes from Argentina, Atlante from Mexico, CONCACAF winners, Congolese side TP Mazembe are the continental champions of Africa, Korea's Pohang Steelers will represent Asia, and Auckland City from New Zealand will do the same for the Oceania region. Local Abu Dhabi side Al-Ali will also take part, but they've already justified their tag as minnows after having lost to Auckland. Now Auckland's next match is the quarter-final against Atlante, a game they are not expected to win. Winners of that match plays Barcelona, while the Pohang Steelers will play the Argentinian powerhouse Estudiantes in the other semi-final. It would be a huge shock if the team from La Plata were not to reach the final against Barcelona. After all, since the tournament was reorganized four years ago, South American and European sides have always reached the final. Little of the huge interest in the World Cup draw that took place last week in South Africa has seemed to rub off on this end-of-year tournament, with apathy all around. Tickets have sold out for the final, but there doesn't seem to be much interest from the locals, with even less so in Europe. Though FIFA have grandly announced that the winners of the Club World Cup will be the best team in the world, most football fans would be hard-pressed to agree, at least with the format currently being employed. 
if you'd like to download the transcript for that report, you can do so by coming along to our site at languagecaster.com. There you'll also find transcripts and notes for all the other features of the show, including our weekly football phrase. Here's Damon with this week's English for Football. This week's English for Football is against the run of play. If one team has the run of play, it means they're in control. They have the ball. They're attacking and nearly scoring. So against the run of play indicates that the other team, the team defending, the team in danger of losing, surprisingly score. They may even win the game against the run of play. Against the run of play. Next up we have predictions. Right, after my slender uh, victory last week, I feel my season's turned around, just like Liverpool after their victory against Wigan. I can see a whole new golden dawn approaching. Um, Okay, anyway, enough of that. This week's predictions, here they are. Fiorentina against AC Milan. AC Milan have been uh, consistently playing well recently, moving up the table, second place, um, 2-1. To AC Milan, I think. West Ham against Chelsea. Oh my gosh, Zola going to his uh, old club, Chelsea. They'll, they'll give him a warm welcome um, from the stands, but on the pitch, his team are going to get beaten uh, probably 2-0. That's my prediction. In Germany, Bundesliga Hamburg against uh, Bremen. Uh, these two clubs just outside the, the top uh, the top three, I think, um, but, but they're looking to break into the race. And I think Bremen are going to win this one 1-0. 1-0 away uh, to Bremen. Benfica against FC Porto. Porto has a strong showing in the Champions League. 2-0 to Porto, I think. A big, big game, though. Uh, but I think 2-0. Two teams. Argentina against Spain. Estudiantes de la Plata against uh, Barcelona. And I think Estudiantes, the South American team, are going to win it. They're going to win it 2-1. And they're going to shock all of the fans around the world who love their Barcelona. Estudiantes, 2-1. Now, after last week's slender victory, as you called it, you're hoping for a turnaround in your fortunes. But uh, I'm not so sure after having heard those predictions, there's going to be any change whatsoever. Here are my predictions for the week. Uh, Starting off in Serie A, the big game there is Fiorentina against AC Milan. Both sides playing very, very well indeed. Both sides have made it into the Champions League knockout stages. Therefore, I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. Now, the big game this weekend in the English Premier League is a London derby between uh, the team at the top and the team second from bottom. That's Chelsea against West Ham. And as you mentioned, Damon, uh, yes, Gianfranco Zola, the West Ham manager, will get a very warm reception when he returns to Stamford Bridge. Um, and I think West Ham are going to pull off a surprise. I think this is going to be 1-1. Now, the big game in the Bundesliga sees two teams desperately trying to get back into the title race. Uh, Hamburg against Bremen. Uh, and I'm going to go for a Hamburg 1-0 victory. Uh, Now, the big, big game in Portugal this week sees Benfica against Inform Porto. Um, I think this will also finish 1-1. Now, our final match, of course, is the Club World Cup final taking place in Abu Dhabi. And it's between Argentina's Estudiantes and Spain's Barcelona. And uh, Damon's gone for a 2-1 victory for Estudiantes. Um, I'm not so sure about that, Damon. I think Barca are going to win this one 1-0. They'll be crowned world champions to end one of the most successful years in not just their history, but any club's history indeed. Now, next week's show, we'll be focusing on the winners of that group, along with a host of new predictions and much, much more. We hope you all enjoy the football this weekend. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody. 
Enjoy the football. See ya.